Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Mr. Luis for hey another guys. Friday well. show. So, anyways, happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. Remember, everyone deployed. You've got your red shirt on. I don't have my red shirt on today. Unfortunately, it ended up in the laundry. I don't know if the kids threw it in there, if I threw it in there, because I just did laundry the other day. You're telling me you only own one red shirt. I know I'm British and we're known as the red coats, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've got. I've got one that I own that fit me. Let's put it that way. I've you got know, multiples. I, I got a red, um, what do they call those things? Jacket? No. Robe? Robe. I got a red robe. I should wear the red robe to work one day. You come in the office <laughs> with a red robe on, and you'd be fucking going home. <laughs> so, Better yet. Right. Without pay. <laughs> That's fine. So, anyways, um, it, it's kind of funny that, you know, Today's Friday, and that's what I want to talk about. Actually, I woke up early this morning, and I started thinking about the productive things I get done on Fridays that don't get done on other days. You know, when it when it comes to at least this industry, the mortgage industry, Fridays is a day for a lot of people to hurry up and leave the office. They go golfing. They go on outings. It doesn't happen as much as it used to back in the day, but it still happens where you have people that are ready to punch the clock and hurry up and take off and, and celebrate the wins for the week or whatever they may have done. Now it's going early so we can leave early? No, not necessarily that. It's more of, you know, there's a lot of places that let people leave at 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon when there's still a lot of work to get done. And that's the biggest thing on a business day. And and bear in mind, you know, you have people like us that we're here till, you know, 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night on every day just to make sure that things get done, you know. And that's not saying that we're better than them, but what I'm trying to allude to is – you know, Friday is still a portion of the work week. If you work a nine to five, Monday through Friday, Friday is 20% of your week. You know, and if you're in a position where let's say you're, you're an hourly person and you show up Friday and you half-ass it, have you ever heard that joke where people say, oh, it must've been built on a Friday. You know, they'll talk about cars or something. Mm-hmm. It's man, this thing's a lemon. Oh, it must've been built on a Friday. You know, that joke exists because people know that on Friday, people don't put in the same efforts as they do the rest of the week. And then if you think about it, you have Mondays. And what do people think about Mondays? Ah, the weekend's over. I don't want to go to work today. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Don't worry about it. So now we're down to three days that people should actually work, except now we have hump day. Yeah. And hump day is a day where... We're celebrating hump day. Right. Happy hour. But what are they celebrating? That's the question. Halfway halfway there so I can be off on Friday. Exactly. So they're looking at, hey, when can I wash this thing up and be done? And I guess if you're, you know, to me... When you work with somebody, for somebody, whatever it may be, there is a commitment. You're saying, hey, I'm going to put in 100% worth of effort, and you're going to pay me 100% of what we agree agree on for all the hours that I'm set to work. You know, and, and that's not even the basis of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have goals and dreams that they want to accomplish. They've got a goal board up, and they've got you know, their goals written out or, or whatever it may be, but they're not putting in the additional work that it takes to get to where they want to be. You know, in the meantime, there's somebody else that's willing to take that. You know, there's somebody else that's working hard. That's the one thing that we forget, all of us forget, is that there's somebody out there that wants what it is we're trying to obtain. There's somebody out there willing to work hard enough to get what it is that we want. We just have to outsmart and outwork them. You know, working hard versus working smart, obviously, there's a division between the two things. But if you don't go out and do the things that are necessary on a regular basis to get to where you want to be, then you're going to end up without it, you know, and then what are you going to end up with disappointment? You're going to say, Oh man, 2019, that was a shitty year for me. It it could have been better, but you know, 
it wasn't as good as it was supposed to be when in fact you didn't put in the effort that you should have anyways. And all of us look back at the years that we worked to try to, to accomplish our goals and maybe missed them. You know, it's a question about how bad did we miss our goals? There's been goals I've set for this year that I know without a doubt I'm not going to obtain, you know, and it's just because we're far enough in the year that, hey, this isn't going to happen. But when those are, those are personal goals. And even though, you know, there's still goals that are set in stone that I want to meet, it's because I've chose to ignore that personal portion of my life because I'm focused on the professional side of it, you know? So like I said, now, lots of people look like you're saying they look back on their life uh, and regret yeah. of saying, hey, I didn't do this. Well, what are you doing today to get over that regret? What are you doing today to, to accomplish that goal? Yeah. If you're half-assing your work, then you're, you're never going to get anything done, and you're going to circle back to that regretful memory again to where you didn't accomplish what you wanted. Right, and do you want to be on your deathbed? And look back and say, man, I should have worked harder. I should have done more. You know, no. the big thing for me and the, the thing that opened up my eyes is looking at my kids. Going home and thinking, I've got to tell them no if I don't do this. You know, i got to tell them, hey, we can't do this because dad didn't work hard enough. And that's painful in itself. The thought of, I have to tell somebody no because I chose to be lazy or because I chose to spend the day, you know, drinking with my buddies or something like that. That's where it becomes real for me. And it took a lot of maturity and took a lot of time for me to get to that point because I'm not going to lie. I was the same person working in the mortgage industry, waiting and, and beating on the desk and looking at the clock and waiting for 3 o'clock to roll around for us to roll out. The bad thing is, is there was always a goal. The goal was if you hit the metrics that were required for that day, they'd let you go as early as you wanted to. So if you hit the metrics by 11 o'clock in the afternoon, you're good to go. Well, guess what? Now, a person like myself or a person like us in the position that we're in if an, a whole office, you know, 30, 40, 50 loan officers are being let out at 11 o'clock, that leaves a lot of space for the rest of us to reach out for the clients that are yeah. looking for homes There's over the all weekend. That money going. Out the window. But the metrics were met, right? No, it's going into somebody else's pocket. Exactly. Exactly. It's going out the window at that company into somebody else's window. You know, the fact is people want people that are willing to work hard for them. You know, they want people that are willing to put in the extra effort. So you have places that whether you're hourly or not, you know, people are looking at that. How many of my people are working hard um, to get things done, you know, throughout this period, as opposed to just kind of getting by the best way that they can, you know, those are things that, that most people think, well, I'm in an hourly position. so I can make a difference for me today. But in fact it does. Yeah. So, always does. And, in, and just like in your position, you know, a lot of what we do is, is goal based, you know, compensation is goal-based. Future goals and everything else that we said affect where you'll eventually end up from a, a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. And so coming in and putting in that extra effort, you know that eventually the dividends will pay off. You know, you know eventually that you're not going to be my production partner for the rest of your life. You know, you aspire to be a successful loan officer, and you know that what you learn and what you do now is going to pay off at some point right? as opposed to being in the position that you're in right now. You know your well, position is temporary. A, that's a reason why... When I leave here during the day, if I know that I have something else that I need to do, yeah, I I take my laptop with me. Right, I take my laptop with me on the weekends because, you know, what if you're in a bind and there's, 
you know, like uh, somebody contacted me previously, a realtor. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, man, um, I need a pre-approval letter for this person. Right. We're gonna they're they're gonna actually look for a house this time. Well, guess what? I'm up at on Saturday morning at eight o'clock in the morning in bed, making a pre-approval letter real quick for yeah. a person. Well, it's you know, doing it what it takes. Stop. No, it's doing what it takes to get the job done, no matter what it takes. You know, and the, like I said, when I get up early in the morning and I sit there, I start planning out my day. You know, I plan out my day, what needs to be done. You know, you, you focus on success. Now, the other thing that comes with it is balance. And this is something I talked about earlier today. And that has to do with, you know, I'll work and I'll be at home sitting on the couch, sitting out an email or something. And I'm shooing the kids off me. And then I have to stop and realize that the whole reason why I work to begin with is to make sure that I can take care of my family. Mm-hmm. So is it right that I sit there and I'm shooing the kids away while I'm trying to get work done? Or should I be being where I am, being present where I'm at? You know, that's a term that Andrew Paul uses quite a bit is being present. You know, you you can't be present at home with your family if you're thinking about work. No. You've got to be able to separate those two things. And my younger years, people are always like, leave your baggage at the door. When you get to work, focus on where you're at. And that's that's much easier said than done because leaving your baggage at the door is something that takes a lot of maturity takes a lot of separation. It, it depends on what it is. You know, are you upset because you can't pay your light bill this month? Or are you upset because your girlfriend broke up with you? Or what are you upset about? All those things are going to be relative when it comes to leaving your baggage at the door. But the one thing I've learned from it is taking that and saying, all right, I'm home now. I'm going to I'm gonna play with the kids. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to set my phone down. I actually have to go home, put my phone upside down on a countertop away from me. This way, I can take an hour to play with the kids, you know? It was actually a a personal goal that I set for myself this year was to spend an hour a night playing with the kids. And that's bad when it becomes that. But a lot of people know that when you get into the habit of doing things, it becomes obsessive. Yeah, and we have to step away from our electronics. There's way too much that can distract you on an iPhone. Yeah. Well, not only that, but, you know, being able to to delegate that time. I, I have a buddy of mine that's a loan officer. And he had a client leave him a negative review because he was not available to take this person's call on July 5th, the day after the 4th of July. And he had messaged her and said, hey, you know, I'll be back in the office on Monday. I'll speak to you then. Well, she wrote a negative review because he wouldn't respond to her immediately. You know, and that's the thing. You have to that separation. He lost a client over it, but, you know, it happens. So... Um, you know, the other thing that I want to bring up, we've been doing a lot of refinances and everything here lately. Mm -hmm. You know, one of our greatest sponsors, Broker Title and Escrow, they're out in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, they've been, they've been giving us great deals on taking care of our clients. So if you are a person out there looking for a great title company, um, that will get the documentation that you need at a discounted price or a better price than what their competition typically presents, reach out to Greg Fairbetter over at Broker Title and Escrow. They can be reached at 615- 986-2213. No, I really like Greg, man. Oh, he's a good guy. He, he does really good work. Yeah. Um, loves his clients. Um, that never drops the ball. Right. Um, well, and that's another thing. Once again, it's a person that works Fridays, you know. And, and that's ultimately what we strive for is we strive for people that we can work well with together. Because when you surround yourself with people who believe in excellence, then you typically get a a same result, you know, all around the spectrum. And there's a lot of different places to choose from, you know, just like lenders, realtors, everything else. There's a lot of different professionals that you can choose to work with. 
but hopefully people choose to work with the best, you know. So any thoughts, anything floating around in that head of yours today? No, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I just want to be productive. Today's Friday, but it, it's not going to end. Right, exactly. It's not going to end. Yeah. No. And we shouldn't let it end. Well, it's it's just a constant grind. You have to constantly be engaged. You have to constantly go. You know, speaking of that, our buddy Travis, he's down here from Michigan. He's on his way back to Dallas. And Travis does uh, vape stuff, you know, vape accessories. It reminds me, when I say this, it reminds me of King of the Hill, where he's like, I do propane and propane propane accessories. accessories. (laughs) But that's a person. that bottle over there, boy. That's a person that gets out there and gets after it. You know, he was working all the way on his way down here yesterday. Oh, yeah. He didn't get here till later on in the evening because he had stopped in several cities on the way to try to, I mean, this guy's cold calling these places. He's showing up and saying, hey, I got vape supplies. You want some? You know, I got juice. I got this. <laughs> I got that. Have a sample. Exactly. And and that's a person that... What was he printing off before he left? Price sheets. Price sheets. Yeah. Order sheets and price sheets. Mm-hmm. But that's a person that takes what he's doing seriously. You know, he knows that, hey, without the work, I will not have success. You know, everyone looks for the elevator to the top. And I've, I've read books and everything, elevator to the top. But the fact of the matter is... There's no quick way to get to the top. It's hard work. It's going up the stairs. It's slipping. It's falling. It's bleeding. It's going stairs back. And then do it. Just do it. Just do it. Don't say that. (laughs) That's a whole nother. We don't even want to get into that topic. But yeah, that's that Art Williams. Just do it. If you guys haven't checked that out on YouTube yet, uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Art Williams, and he's got a video called Just Do It. And it's pretty inspiring. Like when you're listening to it and he's talking about, you know, if you want this, basically he's saying, if you want to get after it, you know, no matter what it is, you tell me you're going to do great things. Don't tell me, show me, just do it. Just do get it, it done. I'm so, seeing Travis is doing it. He is. He's out Travis there hustling right it. now. Greg's doing it. Yep. We're doing it. They're all out there hustling. And that's, that's what I talk about, about surround yourself with greatness. You know, if you're surrounded with people that don't have the motivation to get anything done and the people that have the motivation just to sit around and let life pass them by, I call those people trees. You know, we're, we're on a pathway of success, and the trees are the people that are comfortable where they're at. They don't need to move. They're rooted down. They're okay. You know, and there's nothing wrong with being a tree if that's the life that you chose for yourself. So you're not that guy that's in a, you know, BMW, and you see somebody drive by you in a Ferrari, and you're pissed off because their car is nicer than yours? No, not at all, because that means that person more than likely worked harder than what? I did. You don't know? You're not mad? No. You know that. There's no reason to be. And it's funny you say that because I used to have a friend, you know, we drive past big houses or something like that. And they'd be like, oh, fucking those people were given that money and blah, blah, blah. It's it's like, no. Or, oh, those people are, are athletes or music stars or whatever. It's like you don't realize the work it goes into to do that. You know, Michael Jordan, for example, greatest basketball player that ever lived, which is debatable if depending on who you ask. But the greatest basketball that played during my time, my youth portion mm-hmm. um yeah, i'm there with you and Every a couple years back in constant consistent practice he didn't just wake up in the morning go play some ball and go home and be done it's consistent sharpening of your tools you know talking about this event that i'm going to go to next week do i know some of the things that are being taught probably could i learn from the things that are being taught definitely am i surrounding myself with people that are choosing to grow absolutely and that's, that's what it is. You know, it's like a recharge thing. You go and you listen to people speak and some of the things you already know and some of the things you'll learn, but it's listening to greatness and growing from that. And that's an important thing. You know, you see me in my office all day long. What do I have up? MBS Highway. 
sitting there it's watching highway, the rates. I mean, you know, books on audio. I mean, it's just all constant kinds of things, constant learning. You know, and that's that's the important thing. We have to fuel ourselves. We have to feed ourselves, and we have to feed ourselves the knowledge. I'll listen to some of those books. You know, like the marketing one I'm listening to now. I know quite a bit about marketing, but it's all been self-taught. I've never went to school for a marketing degree or anything like that, but a lot of that stuff is taking the time to sharpen the tools that are in my box, in my box. Yeah. Sharpen the tools that are <laughs> that I have in order to do better at what it is we do. You know, we're known for for doing the things and and I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but you toot, know, toot. right? Toot toot. <laughs> No, it just, it all falls into working with greatness, you know? So if it's Friday, which it is today, and you're listening to this, or maybe you're listening to this on a Saturday or a Sunday, every day counts. Make it count every single day. You know, that's something I put on my Facebook post is today counts. And I ended it with today counts because people need to remember that no matter what the day is, whatever your actions are, whatever it is you choose to do, make today the greatest day that you've lived so far and then make tomorrow even better. So yep. anyway. do it. Any closing? I hate that you say do it, but we'll talk about that some some other time. <laughs> so I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Luis, thanks again for being on the show. We yes, will sir. talk to you soon. Everybody have a great week and be safe out there.